Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Well, the particles, as Polly calls them, were gathering all season long. They really were. Sunday at 107. And then last night when Bruce Bochy and Tim Flannery, Flannery inducted Bochy into the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds was there. Farhan Flem, Miller. And now we get Dwayne Kuyper yes. on a Tuesday on yes. the UMA Guest Line. Kuyper, so much to talk about, like the number 107. Then we get to look forward to an orange October. Our heads are exploding, Dwayne. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Kuyper. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is one of those shows where uh, you just don't think these shows are going to happen, especially when you go into spring training. You're not sure really what kind of team you have. And uh, to sit here and talk about 107 wins and the National League West Championship really boggles my mind. It really is truly one of the most remarkable seasons I think any of us have ever seen. Uh, It's hard to really put it into words other than what a fantastic group and what a great job Gabe and the coaching staff did. Also, Farhan and Scott, by putting this group together. Injuries didn't matter. Somebody stepped up and came through. Yep. And uh, and I think if you went position by position, I think there was an injury at every position at mm-hmm. one point in the season, and it didn't matter. And yeah. when you think about that, that's truly remarkable. No, it, it, like we've said this now the last couple of days, it's going to be it's going to take us about 10, 20 years to process this. What happened here, and and who knows what the story is in October? But what they did, defying the odds, the Dodgers, Kipe. I mean, we have to mention their role in the drama. Because they won 106 games. Tommy Tolbert was saying this yesterday on the radio. Their their over-under was 104.5, which is the highest in Vegas history. And they went over. And they didn't win the West. (laughs) Yeah, so somebody tells you the Dodgers are going to go over their number. Well, you're thinking, well, the Giants would have a chance to get into postseason. But they're going to be in the 90s Mm -hmm. if they have a good year. If they have a great year, they're going to be in their 90s. And uh, and it turns out that uh, they flew. They they just flew by every expert that was out there. And and uh, in a lot of ways, uh, that's part of the fun to go back and to see what some of what some people thought they would win. Uh, I mean, I remember what I said. I said if the players' association and the owners get together and they expand playoffs, then the Giants would have a chance. That's what I said. And uh, and it turned out that the Players Association owners did not expand playoffs, and they made it anyway. Yeah. But if you win 107 games, you better go. Uh, I mean, we said that if, when they won 103 and they didn't go. Well, you win 107, you better go. And uh, and they not only went, but they they win the West, and they snapped the Dodgers' eight-year reign on winning the National League West. How about that? It, 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 okay, get it. Every time we talk about another aspect of it, my mind is blown. Don't forget they went five and one without belt. Don't forget they had to do it on the final day, Kype. I mean, how'd you? I mean, I know I want to look forward to, to to the playoffs and everything, but just to reflect on the weekend, Saturday night, we, we were saying yesterday on the show there was there was some gripping going on. How did you handle Saturday night? Copes Copes was at the game. He said he was not feeling good up the Embarcadero. 
Yeah. Well, I I mean, I thought that they would win Saturday. I mean, for a lot of reasons. Uh, and, you know, they had some opportunities to do it. The crowd was – the crowd on both Saturday and Sunday, the crowds were sensational. Friday Friday night, too. Yep. Uh, and I thought that was one of the reasons why they would win. Uh, and then, you know, I, I came home, and, uh, and I turned the Dodger game on. And I think Justin Turner hit a three-run home run, and I turned it off. <laughs> and then after the Giants won, and I said this to Mike, after the Giants won on Sunday, I'm glad the Dodgers won on Saturday night because it made Sunday way more meaningful. I mean, it would have been meaningful had the Dodgers lost on Saturday and the Giants would have been able to rest some of their guys. They would have celebrated anyway afterward, but they would not have celebrated like they did uh, after that win on Sunday. So I'm glad the Dodgers won on, on Saturday night. It made Sunday so much more special. And uh, and when Webb struck out the side in the first inning, you almost felt like, all right, this is going to work today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of reasons nobody wanted to play on Monday, and they're all great reasons. I mean, these guys are gassed. And you could tell in their celebration uh, there was just a lot of relief, and, uh, and they let it out, and they should have let it out. Uh, you know, on my call, I said, you know, let the celebration go on for a while, and I really hope it did, and I think it did. It did, um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say sorry, Kipe, to jump in there, but I was listening to Gabe with uh, Tolbert, Kruger, and Brooks, and he said halfway through the interview, he said, "Yeah, he goes uh, very Gabe of him to like very he like steers the topic, but he goes, this is fun to reminisce." He goes, "But it, he goes, I'm going to have to at some point pivot forward to the playoffs, you know." So I mean, there is that moment when you stop, yeah, right, gushing right, about right. what happened because I do want to gush, and like you said, but when do you start? Great yeah, question. I mean, Great I, question. I asked. Yeah. After he spoke to the crowd, Mike and I got a chance to interview him. So, I mean, we're talking 20 minutes after the, a great win, maybe 15. And the first question I asked him was, "Is are you going to allow yourself Sunday night and maybe parts of Monday oh, yeah. just to get away from baseball <laughs> and uh, and enjoy what what your team just accomplished? And he said, absolutely not. He said, I don't want to get away from baseball. I love baseball. <laughs> and uh, and I'll start thinking about Friday as soon as we get through celebrating. So, I mean, that's their mindset. And uh, and it's not really the answer that I was anticipating. I, I figured it would be, it's going to be great to get away from it for whatever, 12 hours, 20 hours. And he said, absolutely not. He said, we're, we're going to start thinking about this right away. So that's how they do it, and uh, and that's, I guess, part of the process of winning 107 games. Dwayne Kuyper joins us on the UMA Guest Line every Tuesday. Uh, Kuyper, last week we had a special guest for you, Bruce Bochy. Last night I had the good fortune to uh, be part of the Barrier Sports Hall of Fame, uh, and they were back, and, and old Tim Flannery, who's going to join us at 9.35 today, uh, inducted uh, Boach. He said we were just a couple old pig farmers making one last cattle ride out of Lonesome Dove. and uh, <laughs> yeah. And anyway, the point was, the takeaway for me was, and Farhan was there. Farhan came, stayed the whole night. So did Barry Bonds. Awesome. It was very cool. And Dave Fleming and John Miller and the whole crew and Larry Bear. But my catch was was that, you know, as great and as awesome and as historic as this was, wow, it's just beginning. 
Orange October, and sitting there with Boach on the stage last night, you realize the 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 route he took three times was insane. This is going to be a hell of a journey that lies ahead, Kype. You know what I mean? Well, you had to win a lot of games, and you got to win a lot of games against really great teams, and you got to win a lot of games against really good, solid starting pitching, and then every every team that that is in postseason has got a terrific closer. I mean, you don't get into postseasons without having a, a roster that is stacked, and, and that that's you know that that's the issue. Is uh, you know there's no soft spots. I mean, you got to play your best. You can't make mistakes. You can't walk people. Uh, you have to be at the top of your game. And to think that Boach was part of a group that did it three times when every series they played in those three years. They were not supposed to win that series. That's a lot of series. What is that? Three times, that's nine, a couple of wild card games. You know, that's almost 11 series that they were not supposed to win. Yeah. And uh, and they won every one. They, they won every one. Uh, and uh, when you think about that, I, he needed to be honored and, and – uh, you know, hopefully there'll be a statue of that that big fella in front of the ballpark someday. I mean, in my mind, there's going to be statues surrounding that ballpark. It's going to be hard to get in. You're going to have to walk around them all. But there's so many terrific players that deserve them, and he's 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 one of them. He, he is the man, and uh, and I think he he enjoys watching Gabe and this this young staff go about and do their business in a different way that he did it. And uh, and I'll bet if he ever manages again, I'll bet he'll think about how the Giants are doing it and, and yeah. take some of what they're doing and uh, implement it when, when he decides if he wants to manage again because it works. Well, uh, it, like you said, it was so many journeys and so many games and so many series you have to win, but it starts with one game Friday night. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Now, Kype, who do you want? Cardinals <laughs> to avoid the stress well, but still face Goldschmidt and Arenado? Or, Kype, the, the one that I've just said on the air, I don't know if my ticker can take it. I don't know if I can. But at the same time, I want it. Like Ronnie Lott told us, you have an opportunity to be great. Go get it. Bring on the Dodgers. So... Where are you, Kai? Who do you want? Well, I mean, it, it, I I can't wait to watch the game uh, tomorrow between those two teams, and uh, and what's really interesting is is I mean the Giants really have a rivalry with both of those teams, and of course the the Dodgers obviously is is one that you know we all cherish, but the Giants and Cardinals have played a lot in postseason. And there's a lot of history between those two franchises. And you're right. I mean, they got the two guys that uh, that have just terrorized the Giants over the last, what, 10 years? Uh, so it's hard for me to pick. Uh, but I will say this. 
the Giants were ten and nine against L.A. during the regular season, and in uh, all of those ten wins were tough. I mean, they were tough. They were grinders, and uh, and and some of those ten wins were the most important wins of the season. So it really, to me, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I think both rosters are stacked, uh, and one team is. Well, I don't know. They're they're both hot. I mean, look what the Dodgers did to to stay into this thing. And what did the Cardinals win? Seventeen of nineteen right. or some goof, goofy well, They won seventeen like in a row for yeah. sure. They won seventeen in a row. Yep. And uh, and it didn't look like they were going to lose. It looked like they were going to win out. Yep. Uh, so you know what, Murph? In all honesty, uh, it really doesn't matter. But if it is the Dodgers, great. Game on. <laughs> Uh, you're probably going to, you know, you're eventually going to have to face that group anyway. And, uh, and, and the one thing about it is they're not afraid of them. Uh, so, you know, let's go, let's get it started. Yeah. And, uh, and it'll be fun either way. I don't know if he wanted his name attached to this, so I'll leave his name off, but a pro, uh, an ex San Francisco giant was there last night and he told me, you know what? I think the Dodgers are afraid of us. He said this. Now, he's a guy yeah. pitched in the postseason at one point in his life. But anyway, I was wondering, is that possible that the Dodgers, after winning the first four against the Giants, got kind of rocked by the Giants? Because the Giants won 10 of their last 15 against the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, who intimidate a lot of teams, know they might know the Giants are not intimidated. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Dodgers are afraid of the Giants. I think the Dodgers are very, very respectful of what the Giants did. And I think Dave Dave Roberts said that after the season was over. Uh, in all honesty, I don't think the Dodgers are afraid of anybody. Uh, I mean, they, they've got the track record, right? Right. right. Recently. Uh, but I do think that they know that the Giants are not afraid of them. Uh, so, I mean, that's why it's such, it would be such a compelling series. And, uh, and it would be, it would be tit for tat, man. Uh, it's a good starting pitching. Uh, the Giants bullpen has been great. Uh, you know the the one, you know the one thing is you're going to miss Belt. You really are. Uh, but if Wilmer Flores or Ruff, whoever is starting at first, or, or Wade, uh, you know those guys have really come through when Belt is on the shelf. So you mix and match. That's what they've done all year, and uh, and bring on those big fellas: Scherzer, Bueller, Urias. They're all good, but, uh, but the Giants can match them up. Dodgers have adversity. I, I'm scouting the opposition daily, reading the L.A. Times. The headline in the L.A. Times, is this the end of their run, question mark? And it says, Max Muncy, out. He will miss probably the entire postseason, certainly the wild card game, and probably the NLDS. Kershaw, out. And they're saying, in the other angle, was that this could be Corey Seager's last October as a, as a Dodger. So, yeah. They're not. They're right. not perfect. They're not. They're not perfect. Yeah, but don't you find that to be an unfair headline? If you win a hundred and six games, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that with the headline writer was being clever. He was saying, uh, but what he meant was that Muncy's out, Kershaw's out, and Seager could be gone. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But Seager's there. Mm-hmm. But he could be gone after. I mean, they're talking about you know next year and in the following years. But they have Trey Turner to walk right into his shoes. Ah. Uh. You know, I mean, Jeez. I mean uh, you know, Turner led the league in hitting. He had almost 30 home runs. So they're not going to be hurting at short. That That's not the issue for them. Yeah. They got to get Bellinger back. 
because they have to make a decision on that kid at some point. Which Bellinger is there? Is it the guy now or the guy that won the MVP a couple of years ago? Because you're going to have to pay him one way or the other. I mean, nowadays you don't get you get paid if you have a bad year. You do. Uh, but you know what? They're going to have to make a call on that kid. Uh, but I, I don't worry about the Dodgers. I mean, I think they're going to be good no matter what. So, uh, but the belt, but really, the Mun- in other ways, I don't care about him right now. No, right, exactly. But the Muncie injury is analogous to the belt injury. They're both losing. I mean, Muncie the leads Munch- he leads them the in homers injury. and RBIs. Yeah, yeah, the, and and also he leads them in walks where he's always on base. Yeah, yeah. he's always. On base, and it's always like belt with a 3 2 count. And he takes close pitches and he gets close pitches. Uh, so that's that is a significant injury. But uh, but they got guys that can fill in. And, 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 and look, it is about pitching and defense in, in postseason. And uh, and they did win last year with the long ball. But uh, but in most cases, uh, you're going to have to figure out ways to score runs without hitting home runs some of the time. And uh, and the Giants, you know, won by the home run, but yet, you know what, they can they can manufacture some runs. We showed that the last couple of weeks of the season. Well, yeah, Kype, I want to say, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but they did not hit, Giants did not homer in the final week of the season. Heck, the only one yeah. in the full final weekend was Logan Webb, right? That was awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, there wasn't any, we've had a few that, were taken away. Uh, you know, Longoria had one taken away. Uh, Duggar had a couple of them taken away. But uh, but they did not hit any. You're right. They did not hit any out of the park, which is unusual, except for Webb. And uh, Slater got one Saturday on a pinch hit. Slater got one Saturday. First pitch, whack. Uh, pretty impressive. And when he hit it out, I think that's when everybody thought that they were going to clinch. But uh, the Padres came right back. Uh, I, I've never seen Manny Machado play better than how he played on on Saturday. Uh, so good that they, they they actually walked him to get to Cronenworth, who got the base hit to to end up beating him. Uh, but anyway, that's history. You're going to rock into Friday. It's going to be six thirty-seven. I can't wait. Do you have an, a, a thought on uh, what you've seen from Webb and Gosman and the and the rest? I mean, just for fun, we're just spitballing because I mean, I think either way seems like the right decision. I don't know if you go Webb, you're, he stays on target, but Gosman goes six days between starts. If you go Gosman, you minimize that. You're going with a little bit of an older guy, and you have Webb in game well, two. I mean, if you if you don't do Gosman, then then does he go on seven? Seven days rest, six days rest, right? If he goes, if he goes Friday, how many days is that? Well, let's see. He pitched last on Saturday the second, so it'll be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Six days if he goes Saturday. So, but do you want to wait and, and pitch him on seven days rest? So that's why I think it's it's it'll be Gosman Webb, and then they'll they'll figure out, you know, whether it's the Cardinals or the or the Dodgers, you know, the. the you know, those three guys with the Cardinals that terrorize people are all right-handed hitters. So then you'd think it'd probably be Descafani. I mean, Wood has pitched really well against the Dodgers. Uh, so 
We'll see what happens, but probably Gosman on Friday, I would think. Hey, Kipe, on the way out, given that I was sitting there with Bochi last night and it was all about the bullpen, the core four, getting them through, how about this National League reliever of the month? Yeah. <laughs> Camilo Duvall. Love it. Oh, nice, nice timing, kid. Way to yeah, arrive yeah. right in time for an orange October. Life uh, is good timing. 15 innings, 14 and a third, uh, 15 games, 14 and a third innings, 20 strikeouts, no earned runs. Uh, hello, October. October Camilo. And he acts like he's pitching in a spring training game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if I don't know where he's going to be Friday, whether he's the closer or he. I mean, with his stuff, if you're in a jam with the bases loaded and you're going to bring somebody in in the sixth, he could be the guy you bring in because you might need two or three strikeouts. And watch him come in from the outfield. It really does look like he's walking in the park when he comes in. <laughs> you know, he's walking like he does not have a care in the world. Not, not a care in the world. And uh, and then the umpires will stop him, and they'll look at his glove and his hat. And he's not to have a care in the world. Look like he's carrying a picnic basket. <laughs> uh, and then he just comes on the mound, and the the first pitch he throws is 102. Mm, man. And uh, he's been really, really fun to watch. And the other kid, Castro, has been good, too. Uh, so, yeah, g- congratulations. Good for him. I don't know what they get for that award. Probably a watch. Yeah, why? Yeah. Maybe, a, maybe, a pat, maybe a pat on the back. But, a uh, uh, $50 Chipotle gift card, maybe. Or a Tadich Grill maybe, something. Maybe they do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get to go to Pig and a Pickle twice a week. Yeah, that works. Hey, nice sure. plug, guy. I works. like those guys. Damon and Mary, my guys. Hey, uh, on the way out, just making sure people know where they're going to get you because this, the national guys invade. Oh, yeah. So yeah. is it you on the radio with John and Mike and Dwayne? I mean, and yeah, uh, it'll Dave? Be the, it'll be the four of us. Nice. And obviously, we've done this. The only year we didn't do it was 2010 because John was doing ESPN radio at that time. Yeah. So 12 and 14 and, and 16, the Cubs... Uh, it's been the four of us, and we rotate. John does five innings of play-by-play. Uh, I do two, and Dave does two. So that's how we spread it out. And I think John does one, two, five, eight, and nine, and then Dave and I sprinkle in three, four, uh, six, and seven. That's great. And it's a small booth. Yeah. But it's at, at all, all points of the game, there'll be three of us on a microphone, Dave and I will rotate in and out. I tell you, man, uh, you to talk about a, a murderer's row. I, I forget the Giants NLDS roster. I want, I want this roster: John, Mike, Dwayne, and Dave on the radio. You guys are this is the best. So yeah, and we and you know what? It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's yeah. the best. No, oh, no, I'm telling every Giants fan out there: if you ha- if you forgot, mute the TV, sync it with the radio. These guys are yeah. the ones. They're the ones. And it's a lot of fun. It's a really small booth. So if you you know and if if you don't know any of your partners and of course we obviously do, uh, there's a great chance. And Darren Chan, of course, sits in the middle of us and he's doing all the navigating. And it's a lot of fun uh, because you know the anchor is the big Kahuna. You know he's our captain and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, 
and uh, he'll be ready to roll. <laughs> Orange October. Let's, Let's go, go baby. Can't wait for the broadcast. Ready to rock, Can't wait Kai. to talk to you next week. Yeah. Enjoy the heck out of it. And uh, we will talk to you next Tuesday. We'll listen to you Friday, Dwayne. Take care. Thanks, Dwayne. You got it. All right, guys. The great Dwayne Kuyper on the UMA guest line. You are listening to the KMBR, KMBR FM, San Francisco, the sports leader, a cumulus media station, right into our 49er player of the week, D Ford, next on the sports leader. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.